Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening out to wherever you're listening to this from. This is the Best Life Fresno podcast, the show where we take an insider look at the events, resources, and people that are helping you to live your best life in the Fresno area. My guest tonight is Andrea Lee, host of the High Low podcast right here in Fresno. Her work has been featured in media outlets such as ABC 30, the Fresno Business Journal, and Fresno State News. A recent summa cum laude graduate at California State University, Fresno, Andrea is now turning her sights to her Master's of Business Administration and growing her podcast to new heights. She's got an incredible story of how she got her start and the mission she is on with her podcast, and I can't wait to dive into it for all of you listeners. With that, Andrea, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for welcoming me, Chris. That was an awesome intro. I feel like a superstar now. You said I was featured all over and I'm going to do my master's. It's just, it's really refreshing, but humbling as well to hear that I'm able to impact people with my work. Absolutely. And and to that end, you have a great mission with the High Low podcast that you shared with me off camera. But first, I'd like to hear how you got your start in podcasting. So... I actually started with the idea of doing a blog to help people with my condition. And I I was like a blog or maybe a website where people could collaborate and share their ideas with each other on how to live with bipolar disorder. But that kind of caused a little bit of trouble because on the internet there are trolls there are people who could say really bad comments, especially regarding a mental illness, which is a very sensitive topic for many people. So I kind of shifted around to another platform where it would be a one-way source of communication. Like, I love podcasts myself. I really like how I can listen to it anywhere I go. Like, I typically drive like an hour to go see my significant other and I just put on an hour long podcast and so I really like it myself so there's that genuine love for it and I do love talking to people like my strength I think is public speaking so it all kind of came together like okay I want to talk to people I really like podcasts myself and I truly want to have a medium where I can easily share my message and my inspiration to people. Hey there, folks. I hope you're enjoying the Best Life Fresno podcast so far. Before we get too much further in, I want to take a moment to thank this episode's supporters. This episode is brought to you in part by the support of viewers like you. If you would like to support what I do here at Best Life Fresno, be sure to visit patreon.com slash bestlifefresno all one word, patreon.com slash bestlifefresno. And also by Create-A-Pult. Create-A-Pult is a business strategy and marketing consulting firm serving the Fresno area, here to help you reach your business goals, whether you're a side hustler looking to make a few extra dollars each month or an established business looking to reach a lofty new goal. Create-A-Pult has got you covered. We analyze you and your business to create a personalized strategy for success. To find out more, visit linkedin.com slash company slash createapult. That's C-R-E-A-T-A-P-U-L-T. Let's dream, launch, and grow together. Now back to the show. 
Absolutely. In fact, I actually had a very similar journey in terms of I started with a blog myself. Uh, it was actually focused on uh, bowling skills and equipment reviews and that sort of thing. Um, and I'm, I'm not a terrible writer. I'm probably not the best in the world. I don't expect to be winning a Pulitzer anytime soon. But it was the time investment for me that was becoming kind of a problem, sitting down to write out these well-researched topics, you know, vetting the articles and, and that. And that was what really got in the way for me. Um, so not nearly the uh, difficult decision to switch away um, as compared to yourself. I can definitely see how the Internet trolls would have gotten to be a problem very quickly in this day and age. Uh, but you mentioned that uh, you're living with bipolar disorder, and that's kind of where the story of the High Low podcast originated from. What made you want to share that message and what, what made you feel like the podcasting was going to be the effective way to reach people? I think that because I felt so alone in my journey and I didn't want anyone else to feel that way, it was important for me, myself, to use my struggle and turn it into an opportunity to really reach other people and the great thing about podcasts is that I can bring on guests with so many different backgrounds and it's such an easy simple and just a really natural conversation with another that you know you don't have to travel millions of miles to go see this person speak or you don't have to go and, you know, connect with people on Instagram and be like, hey, can you, like, t talk to me about, you know, how you have overcome bipolar disorder this way? I can have one single conversation with somebody and spread it to the entire world through the medium of podcasting. And this is really important because so many people around the world struggle with bipolar disorder. It's not just a, a regional issue. It's something that people globally, there's oh, like a few million people just in the United States who are facing this challenge every day. So think about there's around 7 million people in the United States and the UK who have bipolar disorder alone. So if I can reach those countries, which I couldn't have if I was just doing a tour or I was just maybe doing events locally in town, but with a podcast, I can reach so many more people, which has been amazing. Like if you look at the data, you can see that people from all of, um, many countries have been able to listen to the podcast. But of course, I am very loyal to the people around me that have been so supportive, even in the Fresno area alone. Fresno State students have been reaching out to me saying, you know, I have bipolar disorder and this really helped me and I think you're doing great things. Well, that's fantastic. And as you can see to all of those who are watching the video version of this and those of you who are listening, I'll describe it for you. We are not sitting in the same room <laughs> and we are capable of having this great conversation and, and spreading this message. So the ease with which that happens through podcasting is incredible. And so it's great that you're able to reach so many people across such a vast uh, geographic space. But you mentioned this Fresno State students being so supportive. Uh, and you shared with me 
that you actually got your podcast started in something called the Student Hatchery Program. How did that start? How did you get into that? Uh, and what is that program for somebody who might want to follow in your footsteps? Yeah, certainly. Well, let me start that the Student Hatchery is looking for students. So it's an amazing opportunity where you get mentorship from the entrepreneur in residence and a few professors in the entrepreneurship program in the Lyle Center of Innovation and Entrepreneurship, which is at Fresno State. It's a physical space there. And I actually found it online and saw that it was such a great opportunity. I actually saw some other students who ran businesses and I thought, wow, this is kind of a crazy thing. I could never live up to that. Like I could never, I, I, I can't see myself quite getting in there. It seems very prestigious. It seems like these people have built such great things. And, but I, I always wanted to apply. So this past semester of 2022 of the spring, I decided I'm going to apply. I think I'll just give it a shot. And I created a two-page business plan and then they called me on Zoom to interview me. I gave them my pitch, which was with a PowerPoint slide deck. And on the spot, they said, we really like your idea where you're not even going to have to deliberate, you're in. and. That was an amazing feeling because I, as I mentioned, I really, really wanted to get into this program, but it seemed impossible to me because on my own, like starting a business in college, it's not like something I would have thought I've been able to do in university, but it's really an amazing program because they are so supportive and they get, provide you with an office space in the in the office in the in their space so i can go in and use it as my podcast studio so it's really amazing what fresno state and its programs can do for its students and i'm very very grateful for the support now is that sort of like a co-work space do you have other entrepreneurs that are working in an office next to you or are you in sort of like an open commons how does that work I believe there are seven office spaces and the I have an individual office and then nearby there's other student entrepreneurs like myself who have an office space as well. And we do meet up every month to review how we're doing, what's our progress with our ventures. So that's great. So you get to do your thing and advance it, learn and do as best you can, but you're also getting that advantage of what other people are doing, which may not be in the same space or have the same experience as you that can help elevate what you're doing. So that's pretty fantastic as well, I imagine. Uh, what have some of your biggest challenges been? Now, it sounded like uh, there's a classic term waiting just off screen here in terms of imposter syndrome. It sounded like you were really feeling that at the beginning, like, oh, this is maybe not something for me or not something that I could I could pull off. Maybe it's for other people, but it sounds like you overcame that. Then what did you run into? Yeah. To speak on the imposter syndrome, we actually did a check in three times in my new venture lab class and we talk about our 
hiccups that we're facing. And I, in the second one, I talked about, you know, I had a lot of imposter syndrome, but I just pressed start. Like, I just decided that I'm going to go ahead and take action instead of worrying about perfecting this, perfecting that on my business plan, writing it all down. Like, that's all great. And I think it is a necessary step to being an entrepreneur, but also acting, putting my foot on the pedal, labeling myself as this is my business and putting in a little bit of work that is going to result in this little small version of what the real big picture could be. So instead of being like, this is going to be my podcast, but I, I decided I'm just going to upload an episode to see, like, maybe this is what the podcast could end up being and seeing if I can get some feedback. So that's really important for entrepreneurs, I think, is, like, creating a small version of what you ultimately want your product or service to be, and then you can get some feedback on that, which can help you grow into maybe a better version of your business. So I, that's how I overcame imposter syndrome for any of the listeners who are experiencing that. But challenges I'm facing currently, I think as I'm starting to want to convert this into a running business is I think for podcasters and many other businesses is promotion. Promotion, promotion, promotion is since seriously a vital part of any business now and I myself know my strengths and it's going to be speaking on the podcast connecting like with the administrative um, stuff on the of the business of the business but in terms of marketing I feel like I really want to push it to the next level and like have daily posts on all the social media platforms that relate to my podcast and it's very difficult sometimes but also very great when you have a niche audience so because typically podcasts are pretty niche it's like, okay, I know my audience, but then I also have to reach them somehow. And I think that's a, a challenge. And also making sure I have the best quality guests I can and have a set schedule is also a challenge. So essentially it's like the whole actual production of the podcast is actually really fun and easy but the whole business aspect of it like the marketing and the acquisition of the guests and the organization of scheduling is is can be a challenge and is something I think I'll run into the most heavy the heaviest at the at this time when I'm initially starting to run it but as I get into the habit of, okay, maybe I can get somebody to join my team, maybe I can get a list of guests that I want to have on the podcast, then everything will start running smoothly. 
Absolutely. In fact, I just learned today that uh, in Arnold Schwarzenegger's autobiography, he talks about he would film these movies and feel like his job was only half done. Uh, the other half of his job being the marketing. He felt like that's where he really had to step it up and push and pitch and make sure that he was promoting the thing that he had worked so hard on because he poured himself into these projects and realized very early on in his career, even before he started making movies, that it didn't matter if you did whatever you did the best in the world if nobody knew you did it you had to be out there promoting and pushing and pitching and selling because, and he viewed it as everything you do in life involves some amount of selling. And so if he had a very successful career, as many of us know, and so it seems like pretty good advice. And it seems like you're already on, on the right track there as far as figuring out your marketing. Now today with your podcast, the High Low Podcast, as we talked about, uh, what are some tools that you're using to uh, promote the podcast, uh, acquire guests? What what are some of the tools of the trade that are getting you through this growth stage right now? Awesome. So in entrepreneurship and in the lean business canvas model, you kind of call those your channels. And for me, I've actually been able to use more of the non-traditional channel of news outlets. It, it wasn't what I was thinking would be my main source of attribution uh, acquisition of my audience but I one day sat down and I was like you know what I have a good story I want to just try reaching out to the local news stations and seeing maybe if I can share my story and my podcast because I think it would be really great if some people could relate to my story and then because they already know a little bit about me and then they'll be able to have some interest in my podcast and listen to it so that's been a really great a source of promotion and my my listenership literally like tripled oh, I wow. think in a day because of the news outlets and that was particularly uh the fresno state news and abc 30 which posted and people were i think i maybe received 50 shares over like i haven't checked the most recently but over 500 likes or reactions on facebook so it, it got a good good look at like my story and so that's very great because it got a lot of initial um attraction to my podcast and now I think I need to continually have that reoccurring audience base by using social media as a tool which I, I think I, I like my story of how I use news outlets as well, because I think um, in entrepreneurship, it's really hard to come up with other alternative um, channels of promotion that aren't social media. So I think that's a really good tip for business owners is, you know what, you have a great story, especially if you are the founders of a business. So don't be afraid to 
go out and promote it in different ways because it social media isn't going to be the magical you're going to go viral all the time tool that a lot of people think it might be it, it could for sure but if you think about it there are a lot there is a lot of content being generated there but if you have a news story it has a lot more it, it, the people who will read the news story have already kind of become interested in your product or service whereas if you're scrolling and that might pass by their mind for a second so i do think social media is a great thing and, and a necessary thing for businesses and i i definitely want to work on that but also like reaching out to local organizations is a step i want to take like there are a lot of mental health organizations there's a lot of counseling and therapy services that i could potentially have strategic partnerships with so that's where i'm probably looking forward to because um you want to look for power in your promotion so i think you have to have various sources of channels so that might be my strategic partnerships maybe looking for more expensive news outlets that are in fresno and beyond and then and then of course starting and maintaining those social media outlets so i can have a followership of my podcast Absolutely. It sounds like you've got a really well laid out plan there. Uh, as I've heard, in fact, there's a lot of people, we started this episode by talking about blogging. There's a lot of people that are getting hit right now by a Google algorithm update that is focusing on the SSL certificates. And then there seems to have been some other shadow change that happened and it's tanking businesses. Well, if your entire business was based on one platform or model, or you built your base in somebody else's sandbox, then they can pull the plug on you at any time for any reason, it seems like these days. And so, you know, it's absolutely critical to have those multiple streams. Uh, for somebody who is just starting out, say there's somebody, perhaps a fellow student at Fresno State looking to follow a similar path, what's the one tip you would give them to kind of kickstart their adventure? That's a good question. So to clarify, they would be a student who wants to start a business. I probably I'd say if somebody is taking the time to listen to the podcast, maybe they're following you a little bit, they like your story. I'm going to assume that they're somebody who's got that mindset to go go get the grind, go do the hustle, start their own business. I say my biggest tip is in entrepreneurship is don't be a perfectionist, especially in the start. You can get caught up in getting all the resources, maybe getting the best here, if you want to make like a boba shop, make getting the best location, getting the best tools to make the boba, getting the best ingredients, getting the best like followers before you even start. And then you're never going to start. So what I mean by that is not to be careless about what you're putting out there. Of course, you want to follow all the regulations. You want to follow all of the licenses that you might need to get but if you think about it in this way like you want to put something out there so you can get your customer insights as soon as possible so 
because those customer insights and the reactions and comments and criticism and maybe even a little bit of hate that you might get from putting something out there is way more valuable, way more valuable than spending all of the time trying to research, 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 prepare, 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 where you can put something out there. It can be small. Maybe you go, if you want to start a boba shop, you start creating some boba from your home and you want to perfect, you don't want to perfect, but you want to so you want, you're looking for that minimum viable, yeah, minimum product, viable right? product you're of to, course you're, you're trying to find that that place you can start from to just start building your tribe yeah of course thank you the uh, entrepreneurship vocabulary is so important <laughs> the minimum viable product um well in fact you so you're just starting your mba i've i finished mine in uh 2016 so i i've maybe just got a couple years on you with mine but yeah i i'm a big fan of the podcast and the personal finance and side hustles. Yeah, well. of course. <laughs> so you want to have your MVP and then you want to get the customers to be like your potential customers to be like, okay, I love this. I hate this. And then you can move forward because you're not really moving forward if you keep on sketching, 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 but maybe if you have that sketch and you show it to somebody and they say, oh, I kind of wanted to see more of that. And then you can better you can better improve your product. So that's something that I've learned because I've, I fortunately, once I was featured on the news outlets, I got a lot of support, which is really great. But in the beginning, when I was starting out with that blog, I also got that customer criticism that maybe this isn't that good. So... It's taught me a lot to just put something out there. Right, absolutely. And then you know you're not wasting your time anymore. You know you're designing your business, your product, your service to what the customer you're trying to sell to actually wants. Now there's some schools of thought that believe that maybe that's not the best thing because I believe it was Henry Ford said, if I had asked my customers at the time what they wanted, they would have told me a faster horse. And he went on and gave them the car, which they didn't even know that they wanted as badly as they did. But I think for most of us, the, the rule of thumb is to seek that feedback and then start designing around what people are telling you they want, because that's where your customers are. Uh, so what what's next for you? What's next for you? What's next for the podcast? So for me, I start my MBA in August. So it'll be really exciting because I think I'll get to learn a lot more about the skills that you need to run a business that I'll have to run into eventually. So I'll be taking like financial management, accounting management, marketing management, leadership, all things that will be really important and vital, especially if I want to scale the business. And for the podcast, I actually have a guest coming on tomorrow. So I'm really, really excited about that. And I think if any of your listeners do hear my story and relate to maybe being a mental health advocate or wants to share their story about bipolar disorder, then I am looking for guests and 
I think that's something that I want to really hone in on is sharing people's stories because I really like that format on podcasts and I think it'll be really powerful and just continue to speak out because the cause is is really important it really is something that impacts everyone's who has a condition for every day of their life and for the rest of their lives because it's a lifelong condition so between the podcast and my MBA hopefully I'll be a better and more excited and educated business person in a few years. Well, I uh, would definitely want to put you down on the calendar then because in a couple of years, we better be coming back and interviewing the media empress of <laughs> Andrea Lee and what the High Low podcast has done for her. Uh, the last question then I think I have for you today is, generically speaking, what is your number one tip for anyone living in the Fresno area? This doesn't have to be about business. It could just be avoid Shaw Avenue at 5 p.m., which, by the way, people, if you don't know that one already, I'm sorry, there might not be much we can do for you. But what would be your number one tip? Well, I have a few, but I really... Well, we'll, we'll take it. We'll, we'll take the knowledge bomb. Well, Let's go. I really <laughs> love supporting local. And I think in the past year, one of the great things that's come out of the pandemic and its conditions is a lot of food trucks have emerged and because the past couple of years have caused a lot of shutdowns for brick and mortar businesses food trucks have actually been able to thrive because they've they are able to serve people outside so i really enjoy going to the farmers market there's one on Tuesday evenings and Saturday mornings in River Park. And I also think that River Park has been really doing amazing in, in terms of events because I I think later on in the month, they have these Latin dancing events on Mondays. And it's pretty, pretty fun because I, I'm not very good. I, I will say I'm very terrible at Latin dancing, but everyone is just out there having an amazing time. People show me how to dance. like They show me all their cool little moves, and I think that's just really amazing that we have something like that in Fresno where everyone's happy together. Um, so the farmer's markets, River Park is a great spot. I think a, a lot of people know it for its great shopping, but it has a lot of great local vendors at the farmer's market, and then they also have their dance events. So it's pretty fun. That sounds like a good time. I might have to check that yeah, out. Yeah, certainly. It's family friendly, <laughs> and that's amazing. Well, uh, Andrea, anything else that we, we need to cover that's coming up for you? Well, if I could promote myself, that's okay. Absolutely. That is the number one goal here is let's get the, let's get the spotlight on you. So what... What do we need to promote today? Okay, so the High Low Podcast is the H-I-L-O-W podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. And I really hope you enjoy and you're able to support the podcast. And um, you can also follow the Facebook page if you look up the same name. And I have like a little discussion board there if you want to comment or suggest anything. So that's 
my podcast and I'm really really excited because it's something really great I personally think it's something that's really needed in this world and I would agree with that which is why I'm so grateful that you were able to join us today thank you Andrea, for sharing your message. Thank you for sharing the High Low podcast. Uh, we'll try to get links up in the show notes on the various platforms where you'll find us for today uh, to her podcast, as well as to the uh, Fresno State uh, Hatchery program for anyone looking for that. Uh, if there's anything else, Andrea? I just want to say good luck to the best life fresno podcast and thank you so much chris for featuring me today this will be my first feature on another podcast so i'm very excited (laughs) well thank you thank you for those kind words and thank you for joining us andrea with that being said everyone thank you and we're signing off for tonight talk to you soon everybody I hope you all enjoyed this episode of the Best Life Fresno podcast. Again, thank you to the supporters of this show, viewers and listeners like you, and Creatapult. If you want more of Best Life Fresno, be sure to find us wherever you watch or listen so you can like, comment, and subscribe. Leaving us a five-star review helps out a lot, but the greatest gift you can give the show right now is to tell your friends about us. We'll see you next time on the Best Life Fresno podcast.